Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hey friends, are you getting enough sleep at night? Because your night determines your day. Did you know that? Oh, there's so many moms that need help figuring out a good way to sleep, a quality of sleep, but it's really important just to value that amount of sleep. So today we're going to talk about all fun things about sleep. Do you toss and turn? Now, I know I do sometimes. Are you tired, but then sometimes your brain won't turn off? That definitely has happened to me. Do you maybe stay up late watching TV or scrolling on your phone? Definitely me. Do your kids keep you up all night? Sometimes. As moms, we have experienced all these different seasons in our life. Maybe you're experiencing them right this moment. But I just want to discuss some really fun ways, some tips and tricks that I can help you with so that you can have an amazing day the next day because our sleep really does determine our next day. Now, I know I have been in all three of these stages. I love staying up late. I hate waking up early. So I love hanging out in bed or hanging out downstairs with my husband and watching TV or scrolling through my iPhone. I love to be up super late. Sometimes I have sleepless nights where I can't turn my brain off because I'm just anxious or thinking about too many things. I know a lot of us do that. We're worried. There's so many things in this world. Maybe you've just heard something or you're thinking about things, or maybe there's an interaction or a friendship that has caused you emotional struggle and strife. And so that can just keep us up and it can be really discouraging and difficult. So I have to say, I know where you're coming from, my friend. And oftentimes I am exhausted and it's really hard to turn my brain off too. So in this episode, I wanted to give you some tools to create a good, solid night's sleep so that you can wake up rested and rejuvenated and just ready to start your day and enjoy the day that God has given you and the things that he has in store for you that next day. 
There's three main topics that will help you. These three steps. Number one, routine. Number two, stimulation. And number three, relaxation. So grab that notebook if you need to, or if you're driving, just remember. And let's jump in. Number one is routine. So you wanna create a restful nighttime routine for yourself and for your kids. So this is a routine that you will do every night. It's brush your teeth, wash your face, start to get ready for bed, maybe put out the outfit that you're gonna have for the next day, get all nice and ready, get cozy, hop in bed, and make sure that your bed is cozy. I know for this season, I changed all of our kids' sheets, so now they're flannel cozy sheets. I love throwing some of their blankets into the dryer right before they go to bed, and then we like hustle them over to the kids and toss them inside. And so some kids have a very particular way that they would like their blankets arranged. One child just wants it tossed in so that it's the warmest possible. So in that sense, just create a nice, cozy space. I know our kids love sound makers. They didn't used to have them before, but we have sound makers for our kids. We love to have our fan on so that it's nice and cool. So the temperature is nice and cool to get in your bed and be all nice and cozy. We have an electric blanket that we love. So it's really important to follow a routine, have a cozy spot that you love to jump in and that the sheets are wonderful, the mattress is cozy, maybe even have a diffuser on of some lavender or something soft and soothing. So you want to create a routine that is kind of restful and that is a routine that you stick to each time because your body will naturally know when it jumps into that routine that it is starting to get ready to go to bed. So if you keep yourself up by doing something else or out of your routine, your body gets a little off. So that's why you sleep much better. If you stick to your same routine every night, your kids will sleep better. You will sleep better. For our kids, we have them get ready for bed so they brush their teeth, take a shower, and then they hang out for a little while reading books, letting their minds just relax and have some downtime. My daughter likes to journal and the boys like to just sit and read. And then my husband will read a Bible story and maybe a couple chapters of another book. And then everybody goes to the bathroom and hops in their bed. And I give them nice, warm, cozy blankets from the dryer. And we pray with them and it's lights out. So knowing that routine helps their body know that, oh, I've just taken a shower and I've brushed my teeth and we're going to start winding down. And so it helps mentally. You don't even have to start thinking of it, but your body internally knows it's routine in the evening and it will jump in and start to kind of wind your body down. Number two is stimulation. Now this one is hard <laughs> for me. So I have given myself permission to ease into this one. 
And maybe that's something that you do too. But this one is no electronics before bed. So you want to keep that stimulation really low so that your brain isn't stimulated and that it jumps into that restful space beforehand. Now, our kids are definitely not allowed. They do not use iPads. Their iPads live downstairs in a box. That is really helpful. So the box is in our office so that we know whenever some electronic thing is taken away. Our daughter has a flip phone, which she hates, but that we love. And so she's not tempted to be on the phone at night checking with friends. She does love to check her computer because that's the way that they connect is by email and texting over the computer. But all that is put away when we go upstairs. There's no electronics upstairs, no electronics in their rooms, and no electronics that are easily accessible. And they know not to use them. Now, our kids, we've trained them a long time of knowing that their iPads and anything electronic lives downstairs in this box. And so they do not get up at night to go get the electronics or anything like that. And so we have created a time of no stimulation and being restful. That's really important, especially in this day and age where kids have their phone near their bed and then they can text friends at night and it keeps them up or they can be on TikTok or I don't even know what they're on at this point, but people can wake up super early. We know other kids that wake up at 5 a.m. to go play video games before school. So just to be mindful of that, keep that stimulation really short and keep those electronics in a difficult spot. So they're all somewhere easily accessible, somewhere in a public spot in your house where you are walking all the time, where you are traveling all the time so that you can notice if one of those things are missing. And as I said, this is really hard for me. I love watching TV in the evening with my husband and we eat dinner or just hang out and it's just fun. We connect and talk. It's usually to a show that does not have much drama that we pause and we can talk and hang out or we talk about the show or we're engaging in conversation as we're kind of watching, which is fun. We don't like drama shows because then we think about them more. And as I said, my mind would be more stimulated and I would not be able to go to sleep. So check what you're watching before you go to bed or what kind of things you're thinking about. The other thing I said as it's hard for me to ease into not using my phone. I just love to have it on of watching like a YouTube video or something funny while I'm getting ready for bed or brush my teeth. But I have realized then my brain keeps going and I don't get the relaxation and the sleep that I need, which is really important. And so to kind of ease off of that, I've been going to YouTube and setting my phone on white noise. And so I still feel like I have my phone and it's playing something. So I'm kind of interested, but because it's playing the white noise, like raindrops or something like a rain or the beach or waves that it's like a nice soothing sound and I start to get more relaxed and ready for bed and then as I hop in bed I can just feel more relaxed and so that is my current solution to that I think maybe eventually I'll I'll go without using my phone at all (laughs) but 
I have to say, I do love to use it and just take that time later in the evening when my kids are not around. And I know a lot of other parents and moms love to do that too. So just make sure that you are being diligent with whatever you are watching and check it out. Maybe do some white noise once or twice and see if that helps at all with your sleep rhythms and maybe relaxing your mind. So as we talked about, number one is your routines, creating a restful night's routine for you and your kids, making sure their beds and your bed are nice and cozy, and then it's not too warm or not too cold. Number two is stimulation, minimizing that stimulation at least an hour before you go to bed. And number three is relaxation. So this is the kind of stuff you want to do maybe when your brain won't go to sleep because I've had many times when I'm just can't turn my brain off. My body's tired, but my brain won't turn off. Right. And you're thinking about those hundred things that you've done during your day, or maybe you have to do tomorrow, or you're thinking about a dentist appointment that you forgot to set. (laughs) All those little things that jump up in your brain. My husband has said that a woman's brain is like You can minimize things, but you can never close a window. It's like a computer screen. Whereas a man's brain, you can just entirely close screens and they don't pop up anymore. But I have to say, all I can do is minimize a lot of my thoughts and then they pop back up. So that might be happening to you. So in that sense, I usually just go to the bathroom, maybe get a drink of water and then settle back in nice and comfy. And maybe I take a notepad. I have a notepad by my bed that maybe I need to write down a couple things that are on my mind so I can just get them off my mind and kind of settle or I write them down on my phone, but that's not as conducive because then you have the light and so forth from your phone. And then I just take a deep breath and I make sure that it's all dark and it's just as if I was going to go to sleep, but my brain won't turn off. So I just lay there and I pray and I figure God wants me to be awake right now. He's putting somebody on my mind and on my heart that I need to pray for. So he will keep me awake until it's time to go to bed. And it allows me just to mentally rest and to be reassured that maybe there is somebody right now that needs prayer. So I just close my eyes and think about those times where somebody is on my heart or maybe God's just bringing somebody to mind at that time. And so I just pray over them and I found it really soothing for me. I mentally am able to just calm down and go to sleep. And also, I figure God really wants me to pray for these people that he's putting on my heart and my mind at this time. So for me, that helps just calm down my brain. It's either writing things down, making sure you're comfortable, getting in a relaxing spot, taking a nice deep breath, and just praying over the thoughts and the things that God is bringing to your mind and your heart. I hope that helps. As a bonus, I just want to talk briefly about your kids. So they should be able to sleep all night. And as we've mentioned, the more that they are stimulated by iPhones or TV or other things can cause them to be overly tired or 
overly stimulated, or maybe they've developed just a habit of waking up every two hours. So if that's the case, try to check in with your routines. Maybe there's something that you can change to make it a little bit more cozy, maybe to change to make it more of a nightly downtime so that they have a longer runway of when they need to like start relaxing and that might help them just settle in a bit more. Having a good bedtime routine is like gold. It will help your brain and their brain settle into that nighttime without even thinking about it. And it helps so much. But if you are still having a problem with your kids waking up every two hours, and this is not a time when they're sick, not a time when they're doing (laughs) when something else is crazy. Maybe they're not in the same room that they usually are sleeping in. But if you are still having problems with your kiddos sleeping through the night, I would highly, highly suggest talking with a pediatrician or consulting a sleep specialist. There are sleep specialists out there and they can help you all get a really good night's sleep. So maybe it is that your kids are overstimulated or overtired or just the habits that you have in your routine before bedtime are just not working. If it's not one of those, then connect with your pediatrician or consult that sleep specialist because sleep is so important for you and for your growing kiddos. I really hope that this helps the quality of your night's sleep and that you are able to enjoy that next day, that you have the power right now that you hold in your hand to change how you are sleeping and to be more rested. It is definitely a gift to yourself and your family. My prayer is that you are truly able to find rest and to find sleep, not just physically, but mentally, so that you can enjoy what God has in store for you the next day. As always, come over and visit us at our Facebook group, Home Management for Working Moms, which we'll talk about organization and time management. Come on over to my website, birdmichelle.com, B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com, or always remember to review and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. I would love to hear from you, and I am hoping that you have a restful day. Until next time, get some rest, and then you can have a busy, vibrant day. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com, and grab your free gifts. 
I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode.